This is the London Visited Podcast on your favourite podcast provider, bringing to you the facts, history and information about different parts of this great capital. If you have been to London, are planning on visiting, live here or just love London from afar, then this is the podcast for you. Hi, I'm Steve and welcome to our podcast. We're here for all things London and to tell you more behind some of the iconic places and people in London's history. In this episode, we go to Craven Cottage, which is a request to cover some of the sports stadiums in London. Don't forget to visit and subscribe to our YouTube channel, London Visited, to see videos covering this place and so many others across London. Also, if you love the podcast and the channel, why not join us as a member? Join our group of what we like to call our London Visited Crown Jewels, where there are many different benefits, including a members-only monthly podcast. Have a look by going to patreon.com forward slash London Visited. And now to this week's podcast. Craven Cottage is a football ground in Fulham, West London, which has been the home of Fulham FC since 1896. The ground's capacity is 22,384 and the record attendance is 49,335 for a game against Millwall in 1938. Next to Bishop's Park on the bank of the River Thames, it was originally a royal hunting lodge and has a history dating back over 300 years. The stadium has been used by the United States, Australia, Ireland and Canada's men's national football teams and was formerly the home ground for rugby league club Fulham RLFC. The original cottage was built in 1780 by William Craven, the sixth Baron Craven, and was located close to where Johnny Hainstan is now. At the time, the surrounding areas were woods, which made up part of Anne Boleyn's hunting grounds. The cottage was lived in by Edward Bowler Linton, who wrote The Last Days of Pompeii, and other somewhat notable and moneyed persons until it was destroyed by a fire in May 1888. Many rumours persist among Fulham fans of past tenants of Craven Cottage. Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, Jeremy Bentham, Florence Nightingale and even Queen Victoria are reputed to have stayed there, although there is no real evidence for this. Following the fire, the site was abandoned. Fulham had eight previous grounds before settling at Craven Cottage for good. Therefore, the cottages have had 12 grounds overall, including a temporary stay at Loftus Road, meaning that only their former landlords and rivals QPR have had more home grounds, 14 in British football. Of particular note was Randley House, Fulham's palatial home from 1886 to 1888. When representatives of Fulham first came across the land in 1894, it was so overgrown that it took two years to be made suitable for football to be played on it. A deal was struck for the owners of the ground to carry out the work in return for which they would receive a proportion of the gate receipts. The first football match which was held there and any gate receipts was when Fulham played against Minerva in the Middlesex Senior Cup on the 10th of October 1896. The ground's first stand was built shortly after. Described as looking like an orange box, it consisted of four wooden structures, each holding some 250 seats and later was affectionately nicknamed the Rabbit Hutch. In 1904, London County Council became concerned with the level of safety at the ground and tried to get it closed. A court case followed in January 1905 and as a result of which Archibald Leach, a Scottish architect who had risen to prominence after his building of the Ibrox Stadium a few years earlier, was hired to work on the stadium. In a scheme costing £15,000, a record for the time, he built a pavilion, the present style cottage itself, and the Stevenage Road stand in his characteristic red brick style. The stand on Stevenage Road celebrated its centenary in the 2005-06 season and following the death of Fulham FC's favourite son, 
former England captain Johnny Haynes. In a car accident in October 2005, the Stevenage Road stand was renamed the Johnny Haynes stand after the club sought the opinions of Fulham supporters. Both the Johnny Haynes stand and cottage remain among the finest examples of Archibald Leach football architecture to remain in existence, and both have been designated as Grade 2 listed buildings. An England versus Wales match was played in the ground in 1907, followed by a rugby league international between England and Australia in 1911. One of the club's directors, Henry Norris, and his friend William Hall took over Arsenal in the early 1910s, the plan being to merge Fulham with Arsenal to form a London superclub at Craven Cottage. The move was largely motivated by Fulham's failure thus far to gain promotion to the top division of English football. There were also plans for Henry Norris to build a larger stadium on the other side of the Stevenage Road, but there was little need after the merger idea failed. During this era, the cottage was used for choir singing and marching bands, along with other performances and mass. In 1933, there were plans to demolish the ground and start again from scratch with a new 80,000 capacity stadium. These plans never materialized, mainly due to the Great Depression. On the 8th of October 1938, 49,335 spectators watched Fulham play Millwall. It was the largest attendance ever at Craven Cottage, and the record remains today, unlikely to be bettered, as it is now an all-seater stadium with currently no room for more than 25,700. The ground hosted several football games for the 1948 Summer Olympics, and is one of the last surviving that did. It was not until after Fulham reached the top division in 1949 that further improvements were made to the stadium. In 1962, Fulham became the final side in the first division to erect floodlights. The floodlights were said to be the most expensive in Europe at the time, as they were so modern. The lights were like large pylons towering 50 metres over the ground and were similar in appearance to those at the Wacker. An electronic scoreboard was installed on the Riverside Terrace at the same time as the floodlights were installed, and flagpoles flying the flags of all the other first division teams were flown from them. Following the sale of Alan Mullery to Tottenham Hotspur in 1964 for £72,500, the Hammersmith end had a roof put over it, at a cost of approximately £42,500. Although Fulham were relegated, the development of Craven Cottage continued. The Riverside Terrace, infamous for the fact that fans occupying it would turn their heads annually to watch the boat race pass, was replaced by what was officially named the Eric Miller Stand. Eric Miller being a director of the club at the time. The stand, which cost £334,000 and held 4,200 seats, was open with a friendly game against Benfica in February 1972, which included Eusebio. Pelé was also to appear on the ground, with a friendly played against his team Santos FC. The Miller stand brought the seated capacity up to 11,000 out of a total of 40,000. Eric Miller committed suicide five years later after a political and financial scandal and had shady dealings with trying to move Fulham away from the cottage. The stand is now better known as the Riverside Stand. On Boxing Day 1963, Craven Cottage was the venue of the fastest hat-trick in the history of the English Football League, which was completed in less than three minutes by Graham Leggett. This helped his Fulham team beat Ipswich 10-1, a club record. The international record is held by Jimmy O'Connor, an Irish player who notched up his hat-trick in 2 minutes 14 seconds in 1967. Between 1980 and 1984, Fulham Rugby League played their home games at the cottage. They have since evolved into the London Crusaders, the London Broncos and the Harlequins Rugby Club, before reverting to London Broncos ahead of the 2012 season. 
Craven Cottage held the team's largest ever crowd at any ground with 15,013 at a game against Wakefield Trinity on the 15th of February 1981. When the Hillsborough disaster occurred in 1989, Fulham were in the second bottom rung of the Football League. But following the Taylor report, Fulham's ambitious chairman, Jimmy Hill, tabled plans in 1996 for an all-seater stadium. These plans never came to fruition, partly due to local resident pressure groups, and by the time Fulham reached the Premier League, they still had standing areas in the ground, something virtually unheard of at the time. A year remained to do something about this. Teams reaching the second tier for the first time were allowed a three-year period to reach the required standards for the top two divisions. But by the time the last league game was played there, against Leicester on the 27th of April 2002, no building plans had been made. Two more cup games were played there later that year against FC Hacker of Finland and of a team in Greece. And the eventual solution was to decamp to Loftus Road, home of local rivals QPR. During this time, many Fulham fans only went to away games in protest of moving from Craven Cottage. Back to the Cottage, later to become the Fulham Supporters Trust, was set up as fans' pressure group to encourage the chairman and his advisors that Craven Cottage was the only viable option for Fulham Football Club. After one and a half seasons at Loftus Road, no work had been done on the cottage. In December 2003, plans were unveiled for an £8 million worth of major refurbishment work to bring it in line with the Premier League requirements. With planning permission granted, work began in January 2004 in order to meet the deadline of the new season. The work proceeded as scheduled and the club were able to return to their home for the start of the 2004-05 season. Their first game in the new-look 22,000 all-seater stadium was a pre-season friendly against Watford on the 10th of July 2004. Fenway Sports Group originally partnered with Fulham in 2009 due to the perceived heritage and quirk shared by the cottage and Fenway Park, saying no English club identifies with its stadium as much as Fulham. The current stadium was one of the Premier League's smallest grounds at the time of Fulham's relegation at the end of the 2013-14 season. It was the third smallest after the KC Stadium and the Liberty Stadium. Much admired for its fine architecture, the stadium has recently hosted a few international games, mostly including Australia. This venue is suitable for Australia because most of the country's top players are based in Europe and West London has a significant community of expatriate Australians. Also, Greece versus South Korea was hosted on the 6th of February 2007. In 2011, Brazil played Ghana in an international friendly and the Women's Champions League final was hosted. Craven Cottage often hosts many other events, such as five-a-side football tournaments and weddings. Also, many have Sunday lunch at the Riverside Restaurant or the Cottage Cafe on non-match days. Craven Cottage hosted the Oxbridge Varsity football match annually between 1991 and 2000, and again in 2003, 2006, the same day as the famous boat race, 2008, 2009, and 2014, as well as having a soccer aid warm-up match in 2006. The halftime entertainment often includes the SW6ers, previously called the Cravenettes, which are a group of female cheerleaders. Other events have included brass bands, Michael Jackson, although just walking on the pitch as opposed to performing, Travis playing, Arabic dancing, Keep Your Uppy Professionals, and presentational awards. Most games also feature the Fulham Flutter, a half-time draw, and a shootout competition of some kind, usually involving scoring through a hoop or beat the goalie. On the first home game of the season, there is a carnival where every Fulham fan is expected to turn up in black and white colours. There is usually live rock bands, player signings, clowns, stilt walkers, a steel calypso band, food stalls, and a free training session for children in Bishop's Park.
The Fulham ladies, before their demise, and reserve teams occasionally play home matches at the cottage. Other than this, they generally play at the club's training ground at Motspur Park or Kingstonian and AFC Wimbledon Stadium. Craven Cottage is known by several affectionate nicknames from fans, including the River Cottage, the Fortress or Fortress Fulham, Thameside, the Friendly Confines, SW6, Lord of the Banks, the House of Hope, the Pavilion of Perfection, the True Fulham Palace and the Palatial Home. The Thames at the banks of the cottage is often referred to as Old Father or the River of Dreams. The most accessible route to the ground is to walk through Bishop's Park from Putney Bridge, the nearest underground station, often known as the Green Mile by Fulham fans, as it is roughly a mile walk through pleasant greenery. The Telegraph ranked the cottage ninth out of 54 grounds to hold Premier League football. On the 27th of July 2012, Fulham FC were granted permission to redevelop the Riverside stand, increasing the capacity of Craven Cottage to 30,000 seats. Beforehand, various rumours arose including plans to return to ground sharing with QPR in a new 40,000-seater stadium at White City, although these now appear firmly on hold with the construction of the Westfield Shopping Centre on the proposed site. The board seemed to have moved away from their ambition to make Fulham the Manchester United of the South, as it became clear how expensive such a plan would be. With large spaces of land at a premium in southwest London, Fulham appeared to be committed to a gradual increase of the ground's capacity, often during the summer between seasons. The capacity of Craven Cottage has been increased during the summers, for instance in 2008 with a small increase in the capacity of the Hammersmith End. Fulham previously announced in 2007 that they are planning to increase the capacity of Craven Cottage by 4,000 seats, but this was to be implemented. There were also proposals for a bridge to span the Thames for a redeveloped riverside stand and a museum. More substantial plans arose in October 2011 with the Fulham Forever campaign. With Mohammed Al-Fayed selling Harrods department store for £1.5 billion in May 2010, a detailed plan emerged in the riverside stand as the only viable area for expansion. The scheme involved the demolition of the back of the riverside stand with a new tier of seating added on top of the current one and a row of corporate boxes, bringing Craven Cottage up to 30,000 capacity. Taking into account the local residents, the proposal would reopen the riverside walk. Light pollution would be reduced with the removal of floodlight masts. New access points would make matchday crowds more manageable and the new stand would be respectful in design to its position on the River Thames. Craven Cottage hosted the Northern Ireland vs Cyprus 1974 World Cup qualifier on the 8th of May 1973, a match moved from Belfast due to the troubles. Northern Ireland won 3-0. On the 22nd of February 2000, it hosted England's under-21 international under-21 friendly against Argentina's under-21s team. The hosts won 1-0. In recent years, Craven Cottage has played host to several international friendly matches, including the Ireland national team who played Colombia and Nigeria there in May 2008 and May 2009 respectively, and Oman in 2012. The South Korean national football team have used the ground three times in recent years for international friendlies, first against Greece in February 2007, second against Serbia in November 2009, and then against Croatia in February 2013. On the 17th of November 2007, Australia beat Nigeria 1-0 in an international friendly at Craven Cottage. On the 27th of March 2018, Australia played host to Colombia in the international friendlies. The match ended 0-0 both teams having qualified for the 2018 World Cup Finals in Russia. Fulham League Rugby Football Club, now known as the London Broncos, played at Craven Cottage between 1980 and 1984, hosting their largest attendance of 15,013. 
The ground has also hosted the most Australia national team matches outside of Australia and was one of the pioneers in hosting neutral international friendlies. Fulham were the last team to have standing accommodation in the Premier League, as Craven Cottage included terraces in the 2001-02 season, eight years after the Taylor Report outlawed terraces at this level. The original Craven Cottage site was covered in woodlands. One plain tree survives today in the corner of the Putney End, the sole tree to be found in any British senior football stadium. On the 3rd of April 2011, Fulham unveiled a statue of Michael Jackson inside their stadium before its match with Blackpool. The singer, who died in 2009, was not a Fulham fan and had no interest in football whatsoever, but attended a Fulham match once, saying, Fulham fans were like people at my concerts. I wanted to jump up and start dancing, and was friends with the club chairman, Mohamed Al-Fayed, who commissioned the statue. In 2013, Al-Fayed stated that the statue will be moved to a different property he owns, though it was eventually moved to the National Football Museum in Manchester in 2014. The statue was removed from public display at that museum in March 2019. So, I hope you've enjoyed our look at Craven Cottage, home to Fulham, but also so much more history involved in there, including Anne Boleyn. Who would have known? If you'd like to make contact with us or suggest any places that you'd like us to feature in future podcasts, you can let me know through our website, londonvisited.co.uk, or our social media. It's really that easy. Thanks for listening, and we hope you enjoyed our podcast. And we'll see you soon for the next one. Bye. Thanks for listening. And please don't forget to subscribe to get more shows direct to your device. Also, why not visit our London Visited YouTube channel to get even more of London. Catch you soon on the next one.